0: Hello, beautiful. Welcome, welcome to the New Truth Podcast, episode 82, The Secret to Dating Like a Queen. I am so excited about (laughs) this episode because most women date like a princess. Most women date like a princess. They're looking for a prince unconsciously, right? Looking for someone to choose them, to rescue them from their misery or their loneliness or their their heartache or their heartbreak, um, you know, princess energy. Like all, every episode, everything we talk about is princess energy. Um, being disempowered around dating, thinking there's something wrong with you when you're single. The whole old paradigm sets us up to be dating like princesses and to be relating like princesses, which is a girl, really, a child. Um, and so, yeah, I'm so excited. I feel like, I feel like I'm in my queen now more than ever right now. And, um, it takes a lot of courage and commitment to yourself in order to be in the energy and the frequency of queen, but yeah, I'm excited to unpack this with you. I love that you just said that because Mm -hmm.
1: so much of what inspired this podcast, so Kate and I were debriefing, you know, what's, what have you been hearing in your world this week, right? Like what's going on with your clients? And we realized that we do a lot, like we, we bust the old paradigm. And then many of you are like, well, how do I actually then date right in an empowered way? And so this is super important to us. And I think the key is what you, one of the keys is really what you said, the commitment and devotion. And really what's been in my world lately is this, this place of like, look, humans are just lazy. We are right. Like we, we want our, we're wired for the familiar path. We're wired for it to be easy. You know, I watch myself every night. Like I could read my book right now or I could watch Netflix. It's a tough decision sometimes. Right. And this place of like, I, for as long as I've been coaching, I imagine you would say the same thing like 10 years, there is no other secret other than a commitment to daily practices and rituals, right? That the people that live from a high vibration, the people that live connected to themselves, the people that behave like queens are not waking up in the morning, no, I don't wake up like
0: this,
1: (laughs) (laughs) right? And with that said, the more well-versed you are in the practices, it absolutely gets easier, right? For you to show up in your queendom. But the first thing, like the first secret is really like to take a good look at what are you committed to and emotional maturity, right? Like most people are all over the fucking place. I'm happy if I get a message I want and dating sucks if I don't, right? Like I'm on top of the world. If someone writes to me and then I want to give up on love when something bad happens, that's a sign of emotional immaturity. That's a sign of behaving like a child. That's a sign of not at all being connected to yourself because if external circumstance dictates how you feel, you are not rooted and grounded in you. Yes. And that's, That's my first secret to dating like a queen. It's like, are you waking up and deciding how you're going to bring yourself to your love life and how you're going to feel rather than everything, right, you just said about, I was going to say, not only date like princesses, date like damsels in distress, Mm -hmm. right? Make me happy, make me feel better. If you're giving your power away before you even enter a relationship, you're screwed. Yes. It's not gonna be, it's not gonna be
0: a good foundation that go you're well. standing on. And and really the dating is like the setup for the relationship, right? Yes, so if you're dating totally. and you're like the nice girl, the self sacrificer, and you're like, oh, let me make you dinner every night and let me do things for you and let me like let me pay every time and let, like if you're over functioning from the beginning, that's the setup. If you're in fantasy, the fantasy addict aspect of the saboteur from the beginning, that's the setup. Like whatever aspect of your protective mechanisms are playing out, that is the setup for how the relationship is going to go. And most of us when we're dating are operating from patterns, which means the little princess inside. It's funny. My dad used to call me princess when I was a little girl. (laughs) The little princess inside is the one who's leading dating because fear is dictating the whole experience as opposed to you knowing who you are. So if you're out there dating and you do not know who you are and you cannot stand solidly in, in, the, the value of who you are, you have some work to do, because that's what's missing for most women is that, of course, the old paradigm sets us up to be filled up from the external to be filled up from, you know, even I, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited about a reel I'm, I'm been working on um, putting together about single women and, and about the women questioning, like, oh, are you how are you still single? And that that or everyone questioning that, like, that, That alone, like that old paradigm, keeps women dating from the wrong place, right? Because if you're dating because you feel this crazy pressure, that you're supposed to be in a relationship, that there's something wrong with you if you're single, that you're going to be alone forever. Like if you're believing the stories in your mind, the meaning-making machine in your mind that's telling you, oh, he didn't text you back. It's because you're not beautiful enough. Or, oh my God, you're going to be single forever. Another relationship didn't work out. Well, you know, it's you're, you're screwed at 35 years old or whatever. Like if you're believing that voice in your head, which I call your saboteur, then you are dating from the old paradigm and you are dating from princess as opposed to queen. A queen knows her worth. Does this mean that you love yourself in every moment? Fuck no. I have, you know, I just went on this beautiful journey to Costa Rica. I'm back in Canada now. It has been like absolutely next level, life-changing. The next level of my heroine, which I, in my work, um, is the evolution of me expanding into all of who I am. And it's so cool remembering and anchoring into that it's a lifelong journey, that, which is what makes it so fun. The journey of self-discovery is so fun because there's a never-ending well of parts of yourself to discover and uncover and ma- the magic of who you are. So it's not that you're going to feel love for yourself in every moment. My saboteur is still there. She's still chirping up. She's still telling me, you know, oh, you shouldn't have said that. That person's probably not going to like you now, or you shouldn't be like that, or maybe you should do that to fit in, or like she's still there, but the, the the key is not listening to her. Is that like listening to her, letting her vent, but not actually following her, not believing her. And so- when you so the saboteur is always going to be there but the the most important thing is like do you know your worth because even though my saboteur is there saying mean things to me i still know my worth right i still know who i am i'm still anchored and rooted in my value as a human as a woman as a soul and so if you don't Feel anchored in that, my love. It's time to do some work. It's time to hire Catherine or me to do some a group program, to go on a retreat, to actually start hire another coach. Like it's time for you to actually go inward and transform your relationship with yourself because you cannot be a queen dating unless you know who you are and you're anchored and rooted in the value of who you are. From that place, so much is possible. But if you haven't done the deeper work to understand your patterns, your inner child, your saboteur, if you haven't done that work, those parts of you, I guarantee are leading when you're dating. Yes.
1: And they're not just going to magically stop when you find someone
0: because you can totally
1: still end up yeah. in a relationship behaving yeah. like this. But guess what kind of partner you're going to end up with? Not someone that's going to support your bright Shining beautiful light, not someone who's actually going to contribute to your happiness, someone you're just going to keep acting out these patterns with, right? Someone who probably has the same low level of self esteem that you're carrying. And guess what? We've all been there, done that, right? Like, can we be done with that? Like, that's why you're listening to this podcast. So, this really is the secrets to dating like a queen. So, secret number one is you must make yourself happy. You must. Take responsibility for your feelings. And if you are swinging all over the place, if I'm only happy if I'm getting what I want on the dating apps, and if I have a day where I don't get messages that I like or I don't get asked out, and the next thing you know, you're down in the dumps falling apart, that's a sign of emotional immaturity. Two, you, oh my God, what was the thing you, oh, value. <laughs> <laughs> the second secret. The, I mean, my God, the most important thing that you know, you have inherent worth and value. And if you are joining us on the new truth, you know, that the actual foundation of this whole podcast is that the old paradigm says you're only worthy and valuable. If you have a relationship that is at the core of the old paradigm and the problem. Now I understand, cause I'm, I'm someone who was like, Okay, but I don't feel worthy. Like, okay, this is, sounds like a nice concept, but like how the fuck do I actually like embody this? And here's the next secret. You act like a queen. We spend, so many people are so well-versed in, in affirmations, right? If I just say a million affirmations, like then I'll be fine. Like you can have all the affirmations in the world, but what does your behavior line up with. So a princess's behavior when she's dating is insecure and dependent. A princess's behavior is hoping she gets picked. A queen's behavior is I'm inherently worthy and valuable. Show me what you got, babe. Right? The queen's behavior is observation mode. Right, A queen's behavior is I'm focused, and this is what we were talking about before we hit record, I'm focused on my behavior. Not overanalyzing yours, Mm -hmm. not second guessing yours, not Googling whether you're a narcissist or not. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm connected to my behavior and I go to bed at night saying I like who I was on the date today. Mm -hmm. I like how I'm showing up for my love life. And maybe people aren't showing up the way that I want yet, but it can change, right? Like we all are in, oh, you know, another secret to dating like a queen is actually being present and focused on the long-term, not on instant gratification because no longer is attention love. It's not Mm -hmm. hard to get attention. It is not hard to get attention. What a queen does is she wants respect. A queen is looking for consistency A queen is not swayed by just being told, you know, nice little affirmations, which if you haven't listened to our love bombing episode, go back and and listen to that. But the third secret is a queen is, is really only focused on her behavior rather than psychoanalyzing and obsessing about everybody else's.
0: Yes. Yeah. I love all of that. And so I'll take that just to the, a little bit further It's like, notice how you treat yourself. Do you treat yourself like a queen? You might treat like a princess goes on a date and treats the guy who she has a crush on or who she's attracted to like he's God, right? He instantly goes on a pedestal, which means if if he's on a pedestal or I'm going to say, or she, we have support, whatever, whoever you're attracted to. But if they're on a pedestal, then you're instantly down below. Then you're instantly like below them and you'll never get you'll ne- it'll never be equal because they're already on a pedestal and so in order to be treated like a queen, be respected, in order to attract high quality men or high quality partners who treat you well, you have to treat yourself well and you know in, in order to Mic stop <laughs> in order to stop the codependency like yeah. codependency is like my inner world is determined by whether you show up for me or don't show up for me nice. whether you validate me or don't validate me and we have codependency everywhere not just in romantic relationships in in our friendships it's everywhere it's i feel better about myself when you tell me that i'm good enough or you show me that i'm good enough versus i treat myself like i'm good enough and that's how you feel it so i promise you, like I, 15 years ago, loathed myself. I hated myself. I was so mean to myself in every moment. And I would bend over backwards for people who treated me like shit. Some people didn't treat me like shit, but I'm saying like, I had no standards for my friendships. I was friends with absolutely anyone who would take me so that I could feel like I was liked in that very temporary moment. I had no standards for what quality food I'd put into my body or how I'd treat my health. As soon as I'd feel an itch or a scratch, I'd go to the doctor and take antibiotics and like I like didn't care about my well-being or my health. I had no standards for where I lived, for for who for what I did with my time. I, you know, worked in very toxic abusive work environments, especially like my early 20s, oh my gosh. And I had zero standards for myself. So of course I felt like a disempowered, codependent, like crazy fantasy addict princess that was a self-sacrificer fantasy addict in my saboteur archetypes. Mm-hmm. Because I, I didn't, nobody taught me. I innocently treated myself like shit. Ab- abandoned myself constantly, abused myself constantly, beat myself up constantly. And so, yeah, so many of you like there's that, but how do I get rid of that voice or how do I stop that voice? That voice will always be there to a degree. However, how you how you relate to that voice changes over time, yeah. the more you learn how to treat yourself like a queen, how to build your queendom, how to build a life that that feels expansive to you right like it was me treating myself like a queen going to Costa Rica because i had been feeling deeply impacted a by living in a city for as long cuz i'm used to being in europe in greece for multiple months a year and i'm used to traveling a lot and i was in vancouver in a city and all the covid anxiety has been going on for a year and a half. And I remember talking with you and you saying, Kate Harlow, you need to get out of Vancouver right now. And part of me was afraid. The little girl inside was afraid. My saboteur was afraid to leave um, to leave the bubble because of COVID, because of all the fear in the air. And the queen in me is now stronger than the little girl inside and my saboteur. Mm. The queen is louder. So the queen was like, Once I landed on where I was meant to go, which was Costa Rica, everything Mm. flowed. Universe supported me. Magic happened. Everything flowed. I went and I stepped even more into my queen by being willing to have the courage to follow my heart, to step into this new version of myself and to say yes to my heart and what I needed. So like, it's not just about who you're being on the dates. It's about how you're treating yourself in your life. What are you believing is possible for yourself? And are you letting fear make your choices or are you following your truth? Which is the premise of this whole podcast. So
1: <laughs> good. That totally was next level because it's behavior, mm-hmm. right? Like that's it. And I'm I'm listening to you and I'm thinking about princesses. weight. Yes. Queens take action. Mm-hmm. Queens take action, action for their, for their life. Queens take care of themselves. And I was listening to a podcast, um, this, these two therapists and one of the therapists was talk. She said, one of the best things I heard in my training was be careful. You don't, before you diagnose someone, make sure they're not surrounded by assholes. And I'm, I'm thinking about even the hormone episode we did on how women are so quick to self blame, like, oh, there must be something wrong with me that this is so hard for me, or there must be something wrong with me that I feel like shit. I just have to like suck it up and, Mm -hmm. and work harder rather than actually just take a breather and look around your environment. Like the secret to dating like a queen is who are you surrounded by? right? Who are your friends? Do you have friends who provide accurate mirroring for you? I was just talking to a client about this last night. She's like, I love myself more when I can hear from my friends. And this is part of the princess paradigm is we wait to be loved Mm -hmm. from one man. We wait to be loved from one person rather than we all need a village. And how many times have you heard Kate and I professor love for each other? (laughs) This is all we do on this podcast. And we hope that it's healing for you. Like I keep thinking about that all the time, like how healing to be in collaboration around business. Like that's the new paradigm, right? Of doing business. So I love that it's about treating yourself, but also look around your life because great, you go on a date once a week, but how else do you spend your time every other day? Because just like you said earlier about the dating sets you up for the kind of relationship you have, uh, you're going to need a life in your relationship. (laughs) like You're going to need places that, outside of your partnership, you are filled
0: up. And then the other secret I wanted wait, to wait, offer- Wait, wait, wait. Can, can oh. you hold on to that? As I just want to speak to that yeah. point. Um, okay. So treat yourself like a queen and, and surround yourself with other people who treat you like a queen. So if you have, like when I had a boss who treated me like shit and yelled at me and was like horrible to me- I, you know, this is in my early twenties. It was such a toxic environment, but I didn't have the self-esteem and the worth built up inside me. I didn't know my value. So I just thought like, okay, this is what happens. You go to work and someone yells at you. You have anxiety every day and fear of making a mistake. And like my inner child was leading the way. And I just kept staying because I was afraid of getting in trouble or him yelling at me or- and, you know, friendships like friends that treated me like shit or didn't respect me or it was all about them and not about not no support for me or, you know, all of these things. And so I I look at my container now and. I think about how we support each other, like how you support me, how Kelsey supports me, how Dana in Costa Rica supports me, how Chell and Andy support me. All my friends reflect who I am. Leah, now I got to list all of them. Um, (laughs) And many more. (laughs) But, But when I'm in my pain, when my inner child's activated, when my saboteurs hijacked me and I reach out for support, I don't wait like a princess for support, but I reach out for support. My friends hold space validate love me are soft and gentle with me and then they turn up the volume especially you are the best of this and they they blast me with who i really am and remind me of the queen that i am and the power that i am and who all of who i am they remind me of the truth right but before i didn't have friends that did that and then i just like my self esteem and my worth just was so depleted because I wasn't surrounded by people who actually treated me well. So that's such a big part of it. It's like, treat yourself like a queen by surrounding yourself with people who are able to treat you like a queen.
1: And surround yourself with other queens.
0: Yeah. Yes. You know, like I
1: imagine you hear this all the time. I'm pretty sure every client I've ever worked with those first few months as they start to wake up and change Mm -hmm. all of a sudden they're looking around their life and it's like, fuck. Yes,
0: (laughs) Yes, <laughs> the friends fall away. That's amazing. That was,
1: you know, my experience too, and that's why we created the New Truth Movement Facebook group because we want you to know, like, you're not alone. And and we we each now have group programs so that you can actually connect with other people because it is so unbelievably important. And that accurate mirroring, like, I can't say it enough. We see. And really, I, I was, you know, talking about this this morning um, with another couples therapist, how the be- in the best partnership, like, you are reflecting each other's greatness, right? And in the worst one, you're just in your bullshit patterns waiting for the other person to make you feel... Like, you're just blaming the other person for not making you feel good, right? Like, that's the worst relationship, but... Dating like a queen, the secret to being a queen is surrounding yourself with other queens. And this is the first invitation of, off, of also like, how are you really supporting your friends? Like, are you telling them the truth? Like, are you the light in your, you might be the light in your friend group, like taking a stand for new possibility and saying, we're not going to complain about dating. You know, guess what? Queens definitely don't complain <laughs> about dating and definitely don't complain about men and definitely are patient, right. And definitely are filling their life up outside of their, you know, dating life. And, you know, we've, we've made, there's so many episodes about dating. I know we also really support that sometimes you need a freaking break because I'm thinking, you know, what you said earlier about pressure, like, In this has been my my new obsession actually lately, like really looking at how often women blame themselves, like this, Mm -hmm. this like full collapse into the women who take responsibility for absolutely everything, which is then how you end up in abusive relationships, because it doesn't occur to you that someone else could actually be responsible for their behavior and abusive behavior isn't okay. But this, this place of like, you know, you might need a break, from dating, like if you realize like, whoa, I'm like super caught up in this. I'm getting super obsessive. I don't feel good about myself right now. Take a fucking break. Yeah. Right. Take a nap when you're tired, eat something when you're hungry. Like maybe you don't need to call your therapist. Maybe you just need a nap.
0: <laughs> like yes. maybe you just
1: need to breathe. And and I really am thinking about that as you talk about like not treating yourself like shit. I treated myself like shit.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh my God.
1: And, and, and really you've watched me over the past few years. Like I got caught up in working all the time. Like Mm -hmm. I was just full on work, 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 work. And that's why it's one of the many gifts you've offered me. Cause maybe you don't need more psychoanalysis. Like maybe you just need to laugh, Mm -hmm. right? Queens laugh. Queens Mm -hmm. let themselves feel good. Queens make sure they have pleasure and play in their life. And, you know, those are all the secrets and essentially all the work that Kate and I do is helping you embody the practices, right? Like we're teaching you on the podcast, right? Coaching the depth work that happens in group programs is helping you actually embody and come into an integrity with not only these ideas, but have them be alive in the cells of your body, have them be alive in your life. Cause cool. You can read a book, right? If all it took was to read a book about relationships, we'd all have a lot of different relationships. Like the embodiment of the practices is what happens when you're actually in a coaching container or when best of all, really, right. You're sitting with other women and they're all like, Oh my God. Yeah. I struggle with that too. And Oh yeah. Let's, we believe right. in in what's powerful. We believe in this possibility. We believe that we can create what we want, because that's really a queen mindset too. Like anything is possible.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: the queen mindset.
0: Yeah, exactly. I feel like there's a million queen mindsets. I feel like we could just, this could that's be like 10 parts. Then too. <laughs> a million queen mindsets. Um, yeah. Cause I was like, when you were talking about complaining, how queen doesn't complain, like think about it. Our whole world is built on victims, saboteurs, inner childs, codependency, like It's absolutely victim mentality. People complain all day, every day, and people bond over complaining because the saboteur thrives. The saboteur is one of the saboteurs' um, primary drivers is righteousness because we learn right and wrong, good and bad when we're little, right? Nope, she's right. You're wrong. You go to the corner, you sit by yourself. Like we, that's part of our deep, deep, deep traumatic programming that we get from a very young age is to learn right and wrong, good, bad. And one of the one of the reasons why the saboteur does that is because if I'm focusing on what someone else is doing wrong, like the guy you're dating or your friend who's in a relationship and you're judging it um or whatever, when we're focused on someone else it doesn't it, it's a it's an avoided strategy to not actually own and look at what's happening inside of ourselves right. and so And when we complain, like complaining, and of course we all do it to a degree, like a moment of it, but then it's like, wait, what am I doing about this? Like when we complain about anything, we catch ourselves and it's like, okay, well, how can I do this differently? Like earlier I was venting about the state of the world and how I feel impacted by what's happening right now. And then I pause and it's like, okay, but I can only control my inner world. I can't control the whole war that's happening against, you know, whatever, whatever's happening right now in the world. I can't control that, but I can control who I'm being and how I'm showing up in the world. And so one of the things I talk to about my cl- with my clients is that I believe that whenever we experience something that rocks us, challenges us, you know, someone you 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 get heartbroken, uh, you really like someone but they don't respond or they don't like you back or they whatever that whatever the story is that rattles you, it's like that's actually an opportunity for you to become more of who you are. That's an opportunity for you to grow and evolve as a soul in this lifetime. But most people stay stuck in the complaining. Oh yeah, of course there's no good men in this city. Oh, men are the worst. Yeah. Like maybe I'll become a lesbian because there's no good guys left on planet earth or whatever the complaint is. Like that's going to keep you in princess. That's going to keep you in disempowerment. That's going to keep you from being who you really are, which is a queen. And so when you learn how to look at painful experiences as an opportunity to learn about yourself, to learn about your patterns, to grow, to to learn how to access parts of yourself you may have never accessed before, like a queen speaks her truth. A queen sets loving boundaries. A queen says no when it's a no, not yes when it's a no, right? Every time we're rocked, it's an opportunity. A queen deeply nurtures herself when her heart is broken instead of stay stuck in the story that, oh my goodness, I wish I had that guy back. Oh, then I'd feel better. If only he'd text me, then i feel better. That's the princess. The queen is like, oh, my beautiful beloved, you are are hurting right now. Let me do everything I can to care for you in this moment. I'm going to have a bubble bath and I'm going to call my healer and I'm going to cry my eyes out and put on a song that evokes more emotion. And I'm going to go for a swim in the ocean. And I'm going to like the queen actually takes action to nurture yourself through the collapse, through the pain, as opposed to stay stuck in the story and be obsessed yeah. about the story and the other person in their world. Yes. Yes. So I was thinking the, the mindset,
1: I mean, we can totally do another episode or just do like riff on some of these queen mindsets, you know, the victim mindset is I can't, Mm -hmm. right. And life is happening to me. So the queen mindset is I can, I mean, I came into relationship work from my own love addiction codependency because someone for the first time, another Epic relationship coach said, You can actually heal this. You can shift this. You can behave differently. And you know what? Inside my last on again, off again bullshit, I did not believe I could change. Like I was in, because codependency, victim is part of codependency. That is the mindset of codependency. But life is not happening to you. I was thinking the actual queen mindset is I am life. Mm. Like the, the queen mindset is life is happening through me and I am life. You know, in my open to love dating program, we say, I am the artist, the author, and the creator of my love life, right? Make art with your love. You're writing the stories, right? If your saboteur is writing the story in your head, what, is that the book you want to freaking read? Is that the life that you want to lead? I don't think so. But you are the author. You get to decide what kind of stories you want to tell. Yeah. And the creator, guess what? How you date will be how you show up in relationship. Mm -hmm. I find it insane that people think they can date like princesses and little children and then imagine that they'll meet the love of their life and then who they'll be in relationship is different. So I still love that you said exactly how you behave in the beginning is what you're setting up for.
0: Yeah. And it's because the princess thinks that once she has the right Right. guy and the new version of that is he's conscious and he's on purpose and he's this and he's that. Like the princess still, yeah. The princess (laughs) still believes that the guy is going to complete her without, she might not think that, Mm. but the princess still believes like once I have the relationship of my dreams, then I will feel better. Then I'll feel beautiful. Then I'll feel powerful. Then I'll feel like I matter. And ultimately, no, it's, the other way around. You have to to teach yourself that you matter. You have to teach yourself that you're a queen. You have to learn how to own the value of who you are and to how to embody self-worth. And then the aligned partner shows up, not the other way around. Yes.
1: Yes, yes, yes. And so now we're full circle to the commitment and devotion Mm -hmm. to the practices because the people in extraordinary relationships do things differently. They're not resting on the beginning of their relationship. They're showing up Mm -hmm. in their relationship differently every single day. They're showing up with love. You are in charge of how you show up and, and cool. You can, whatever workshop you attended last weekend is not going to help you today, right? Like, what are you doing today? How are you implementing the practices? And really what coaching is about is helping is us supporting you looking at, What is getting in the way of you showing up the way that you want to, right? What happens when your saboteur shows up? What happens when your inner child who is wounded and actually needs some attention? She's not an idea, right? And it's, trauma healing is that something you talk about like that's what happens in coaching containers so we have offered you some seriously epic stuff in this episode (laughs) if this moved you you know what to do let us know and share it with other women in your life who may need to hear this message because queens support other queens You get to decide who you wanna be when you're dating. You get to decide that you're gonna do the healing work that's getting in the way of you having, it's bigger than the relationship you want. Like you having the life you want, because if you're showing up like a princess in your dating life, I'm sure you're showing up like a princess in other areas of your life. Yes. It's not only dating where you're acting this way, right? I'm sure you can practice the radical honesty right now of like, wow, how am I showing up in my life? Because we want you to have an extraordinary life. We want you to have a life where you are true to yourself at every level, right? A life where you are loved well everywhere and a life that you feel good about first that and you foremost, love, that you're proud of you and that you love.
0: Yes. And the last thing I'll say is if you know any teenage girls, let them listen to this episode. Um, I've been hearing a lot lately, clients of mine who, and even women who I'm on exploration calls with, who are obsessed with the podcast and they play it in the car for their teenage daughters. Mm. And it's this like, Definitely, I'm taking my work to young girls one day soon. That's part of my long term plan. But, like, imagine imagine knowing this when you're a teenager or a preteen, like going into dating, going into liking boys. Like, we are, they're already set up for failure because they've been watching movies and romantic comedies and Disney and all that, all that stuff. So, imagine being a queen at 16, it rhymes, or a queen at 14. (laughs) Like, imagine. And so, yeah, I just wanted to say, I just feel inspired to encourage you. If you have a teenage daughter or niece, or, you know, a teenage girl share this message with her because they need it they need it too. I was going to say more than us. They not more (laughs) equally as much. much.
1: We so appreciate you spreading the word. You know, we talk every day about our mission is so big and we so appreciate your love and subscribing to our podcast and leaving a review really, really matters. So right in iTunes, even when you're on your phone, let alone on the web pages, you just scroll down and you can click those little box with a little pen and you can write a review. Just really short, Even one thing that has impacted you about, you know, as you listen to the new truth, it matters. We're so grateful for you. Date like a queen, be a queen in your life. And all the links to explore working with us are below as well. We love you.
0: Bye, queen. <laughs>